Uh, starting live. Oh, hey, hey. live. Oh, hey, we are live. Live, live from our respective homes. Respective areas. Wednesday night. <laughs> it's Wednesday night. Where are your children? Um, I don't have. <sighs> I don't. I don't. I don't either. I know where my dog uh, is. It's in the other well, room. Then why? Why are we concerned with this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Magic Ghastly Power Hour. I am Jeremy, half of the Magic Geekdom. You're also half of the Magic Ghastly Power Hour. It's true. <laughs> and I am Jordan, the other half of the Magic Ghastly Power oh. Hour. So tonight, we're going to talk to you a little bit about Star Wars, specifically galaxy's edge but i'm sure we'll tangent some because there's been a bunch of new news about what's going to be in galaxy's edge costuming the food more about the attractions and the stores and it all sounds really interesting so i think we're going to talk about it a little bit now i've kind of uh kept a little uh, like my head in the sand a little bit on the galaxy's edge stuff because I, I want a little bit of a surprise. Like, I feel like I, I've i been uh, following it for so long now. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so it's it's this year. I have to leave a little a little surprise left for whenever I actually do visit. That's what about fair. you? Like, yeah? Um, I, mean, I mean, you live like five minutes away. I so. do live five minutes away. I mean, a little more than that, but not you a lot more than that. Five and a half minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> I can get to Hollywood Studios in like twenty minutes, probably. So, okay, that's fair. Um, so, before we jump in, yeah. uh, it, here's a our first tangent of the night or a side tangent. Um, <clears throat> I finished watching the Star Wars Rebels series last night. Oh, see, you'll have a head up on me on some of this stuff because the only thing that's not the movies and the holiday special that I've watched. Is Clone Wars and not the CG Clone Wars, but the uh, Gendy Tarkovsky Clone Wars. Oh wow! Like the five minute shorts. Yeah, which wow. were pretty rad. I need to go back and rewatch those. It's been years, but I, I thought it was really interesting because when I came home from work and I'm like, "All right, I'm, I have this last episode of Star Wars Rebels. I'm going to watch it," and I did. I'm like, "Oh, well, that was a very fitting ending," and it kind of ended on a cliffhanger so it's you could tell like some of these characters will eventually have another story down the line um but i didn't realize this at the time and before i went to bed i checked twitter and i saw somebody hit a retweet on uh dave filoni who was the guy who created the show oh yeah yeah uh-huh yeah and it turns out that i accidentally watched the finale on the one year anniversary of when the finale actually aired Oh, interesting. I know, right? I was like, that's oh, kind of well, crazy. That was kind of fitting. Huh. Because I had to wait for Blu-ray because I, I don't pay for cable. It's 2019. Who does yeah, that? I, I don't I don't know what a cable is. <laughs> Isn't he the, the X-Men character? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in Deadpool 2. <laughs> yeah. And he's Thanos, sort of, kind of. <laughs> he's a... Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. Kinda. Anyway, but, so but, let's um, Galaxy Edge. 
there is a big character in the land of Galaxy's Edge. Actually, at the uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run Ride. And I'm not very familiar with him because he's from the animated series. Oh, is that... Um, I think I saw a video of it. Is um, Did he kind of look scaly and have like spikes coming out of his chin? Yeah, he's Hondo Onaka. Yeah, so Hondo is... Uh, He's a character in not only the Clone Wars series, but his character got Rebels carried as, over as well to, as yeah, yeah. He got carried over to Rebels. Uh, he's a he's kind of a he's a really bad smuggler. <laughs> well, then that makes sense that he's part of the Smugglers Run ride. Right, right. Uh, he's voiced by Jim Cummings too. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, and Darkwing Duck. Yes, and tons of other numerous people. other things. Yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming he'll have his correct voice because there is an animatronic of him now. Oh, yeah, that's the one thing I did see was the the animatronic video. That looks, and I did think that was pretty cool. It looks really good. I mean, they're saying it's the second most advanced animatronic they have behind the Navi Shaman. I I so here's a question. If you already have the Navi Shaman, why don't you just use the technology from the Navi Shaman so you can Fair. have two? I mean, two maybe it's just because she's bigger even. I don't know. I have no idea. But his motion still looked really smooth and impressive. So I don't know. Okay. All right. I mean, I've seen the same clip you have. I'm sure that's like 10 seconds long or whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even think it was that long. I think yeah. it was like, maybe like four seconds is what I saw. Yeah. But it looks cool. Um, that ride is what I'm less interested in of the two rides, but I'm sure it's still cool. I mean, you get to uh, the queuing system. Looks like it's going to be more like the Jimmy Fallon ride, which I haven't ridden, but you just get like a group number. Sorry. No, bless you. That is Jeremy sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> but like you get a group number and then you can walk around the Falcon deck. Like, and it looks like, like the thing you got to go do at the baseball game kind of, Oh, the, where you not the deck, but the cabin. The yeah. Yeah. Like you can go look around the whole, the whole cabin of the Falcon and sit at the table and do that until it's your turn to go on the ride. Oh, that's so cool. So you don't aren't, technically just standing in line once you get to that point anymore. Oh, that's so interesting. Because I was afraid that they were just going to queue you up in a line through the Falcon and then a lot of the, the scenery would be off limits. Yeah, I can so, tell you right now, whenever I go through Star Tours, it takes every fiber of my being to not hop off of the ramp and go hang out with the uh, the astromech droids. Yeah, or go see Rex. Yeah. So, oh, man, that's going to be pretty cool. That's then. really cool. I think I even read that they're trying to get the hollow ch chest thing to work in some respect. I don't know how that's going to work. What? So, yeah, they're doing ridiculous things there. Oh, man. Oh, I, know, like, I, know, I know the crowd level for this is It's going to be insane. Up. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I know there's a lot of things that they do 
and then eventually they start trimming things down. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they have the infrastructure to upkeep all these things that they're saying are going to happen there, which makes me go even more. So I have to see this in the first like few weeks to two months that it's open because is the experience going to change as it goes on? Right. Oh man. Are they going to go, Oh, people stink and they're going to break things. So you can't touch this anymore. You could at the beginning, but you can't touch this anymore. Or like there's a droid shop. You can go build your own droid like astromech, like an R2D2 type astromech or a BB-8 type astromech. Or you can so, build Rex. Oh, wait. So they're adding a whole bunch of new stuff. Is this that... Uh, hold on. What's the name of the shop? Because I was I actually have the, the webpage pulled Yeah, up. there's a few shops. So this is the... This must be the... The Droid Depot. Is the Droid Depot, yeah. So you go, like, pull the parts you want for the different kinds of droids, and then you put it together... And they get some sort of chip in them that I guess they can talk to some of the other animatronic droids that are roaming around the actual land, which is crazy to me. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. So whenever I read the description in my head, I was just picturing one of those already like those droid building stations that they already have in Tatooine. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. Like these are going to be like, like two or three foot tall droids that you build out of pieces. No way. Yeah. Oh, man. And the Rex one's also a Bluetooth speaker because, you know, he's a DJ now. I have already spent so much money and the LAN isn't even open. And I was just reading before we got on the, the cool hangout together that the uh, the lightsabers that you can build are going to run you about $160. Okay, okay. So this is a good segue from from the, the Droid Depot to... It's called Savi's Workshop Hand-Built Lightsabers. Okay, yeah. so kind of like how I was expecting the droid station to be like the droid station in Tatooine Traders... I was expecting the lightsaber station to be yeah. like the lightsaber stations yeah. that they already have. So you're telling me not only can I build like a solid astromech droid that will interact with, through the entire land, but Supposedly, I can also yeah. so but also for $160, I'm assuming that 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 quality lightsaber is going to be like the Black Series lightsaber, or like the uh, the Force Effects lightsabers. Oh, and the crazy thing about that thing too is, <laughs> let's 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 get more into the dirt here. Is oh my God, you're blowing you my can, mind, Jeremy. <laughs> once you build, when you're building this lightsaber, I guess there's things where you can build them to look like the classic ones, you know, like the Luke Skywalker, the the Darth Vader one. But you pick your Kyber crystal which the kyber crystal can come out and go into a holocron thing, which will talk to you with like a Sith or a Jedi master. Like they will through the holocrons. Oh man. All right. Well, there goes $500 (laughs) (laughs) between the droid and the lightsaber because so I, I was talking with Chelsea, uh, 
and after we got home from our trip in December, um, I asked her if she wanted to start planning another trip for this December, and she said, well, maybe we'll go down for like a long weekend sometime this year, but I want to save our next long trip for your birthday in February of 2020. And I asked her why, and she said, well, Star Wars Land will be open, and we'll give it a couple months, even though it'll probably still be really crowded. Yeah, but it'll, it'll probably be a little less bad. <laughs> right. So she's she's wanting she's wanting it to be a birthday trip for me. Ah. And so I think that's the next time we're going to have our long trip, but I'm trying to convince her between now and the end of the year to maybe take like a three or four day trip down there. Um, it's obviously not going to be whenever Galaxy's Edge is open. Yeah. Um, maybe I can convince her for like a like a not so scary weekend or something. But so I don't think I'll be able to experience Star Wars Land until February, maybe this probably. time. Yeah, February of next year. Well, it's less than a year, really. It's it's March now. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> eleven months. So 37 is going to be a solid birthday, it sounds like. <laughs> that is pretty sweet, though. It is pretty sweet. But so I am going to expect to spend that much money. You're going to get a lightsaber and a holocron. We're going to have to drive, too, because I, I refuse to have the conversation with a TSA agent on why I have to bring a lightsaber as a carry-on <laughs> on the airplane. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not going to be that guy. I don't trust them with it. It's a very elegant weapon. Yeah, it's more for more civilized time. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so you're telling me that the Kyber crystal, I get to choose the Kyber crystal to go in my personalized lightsaber. Lightsaber. But it'll also interact, also interact with the stuff in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Oh man! And I, what I was reading, the hilt, the actual hilt's probably gonna run hundred, hundred and ten dollars, and then you add the blade, and that's what gets you up to like hundred and sixty. I can see that. So let me ask you a question: If you, like, right now, if you went to build a lightsaber, what colored blade are you getting? Blue, green, purple, or red? I might have to go with the Mace Window purple. I might have to. Yeah? Okay. I, I've i always been a blue lightsaber guy. That would probably be my... Yeah, that would be my second choice. There's yeah. just something weird about that purple that I'm just like, I want that one kind. <laughs> it's oddly mesmerizing, isn't it? When he's the only Jedi that has it, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm with you on that. I do like it. Uh, okay, so lightsaber is going to cost me $500. <laughs> Droid also factored into the $500. What else do we have? Um, um, any cool, any other cool merchandise stuff that we so can So there's another to? merch store where you can haggle with the animatronic alien. <sighs> I don't understand how this works. He's like a hammerhead. Which I can't remember what their actual like yeah, species I know. name is, but you know what I mean. Like in the Cantina bar in the first one, the hammerhead looking dude. 
Yeah, keep Ooh, talking. I think I'm the toy is just called Hammerhead in the 70s, but now he has an actual race. And I can't I think, think of... He, I think he was called Hammerhead even in the 90s. Uh, That's also very possible. So the character's name from from Star Wars is Moma Nadon, and his species is Ethorian. Okay. So an Ethorian shopkeep that will be an animatronic, but you can, like, haggle with him. I don't even... Like, how are they going to make money? I don't know. Like, where's the borderline of what you can haggle to? And are people going to be pissed off when they find out someone else haggled for a cheaper price on something than they paid for it? Exactly. Huh. Unless, unless they already have like built-in baselines and like there's there's that whole gray area of the markup. That's but true. Still, like, say something is fifty dollars, and the forty dollars is the base, so they have the ten dollar markup, and you haggle down to forty-five. But the other guy, but another person haggles the same thing down to forty. Yeah, it'd still be kind of bummed that I spent the extra five bucks. I yeah, got it I mean, 40. I guess. I saved some over what they normally ask for, but I don't know. It's just weird. I don't I know think how it that would be works. Really cool if it depended on, so is this an AI character or is this going to be like remote control? That I am not sure of. Okay. Because if there's a person haggling, if, if there's a person controlling it from, from some kind of far off control room, then I would assume it would just be it would have to to uh, be based on what mood that person is in that day. Yeah. <laughs> or what person you get, because I know it's not going to be the same person each time. Yeah. Now I'm just now we're just making crazy assumptions that this is the way it's going to be, uh, which we don't know. So don't don't listener don't take our word for this. We're just spitballing here. Apparently, but what his if name it is was AI. I don't know. His name is Doc Ondar. Doc Ondar. That's a cool name. But yeah, what if it's AI? Like, and like I said, I just don't. I don't know. Like, are people gonna understand the fun of like the fun that they're trying to make with this and not be angry because someone got something for cheaper than they did? I mean, at, on some level, though, you'd have to at least be willing to pay the price on the ticket. That's true. I mean. Right, so you and just like think anything better is like, oh, cool, something happened, or I I got a discount because I played the game with the guy. Oh man, yeah. And like, I don't know if that's because you're how well you do on the smugglers run is supposed to get you like a rep with people, and supposedly they treat you better. Is this guy going to respect you more and give you a cooler deal? If you do a good job flying the Millennium Falcon, I don't know. Oh man, yeah, this is gonna man. This is gonna be so crazy when this place opens up. So, like the merch that's supposed to be there, I did read. I think it like came out a couple of months ago, where they said there will be no Star Wars branded merchandise, or there will be no. Galaxy's Edge-branded merchandise. Yeah. From what I've seen, that is the case, yeah. 
that's I, I mean I think that's kind of cool to keep with with the theming of the entire area or just like the whole land. Yeah. Like you can buy plushes of like Finn and Ray and Yoda and like a porg, but they all look like handmade, like whoever you're buying them from made them. Mm-hmm. So they're not like tagged with Star Wars and whatever on them. They oh, look man. Like someone that lives on Batu made these dolls of, you know, heroes of what are what's going on or villains because there's a Kylo Ren one. Right. And there appears to be a Watto one for some reason. <laughs> well, I mean, eh, throw Watto a bone, I guess. <laughs> What well, else? Any Jedi mind trick don't work on me. <laughs> and there's also like a creature shop where you can buy like creatures that are supposed to be like pets, I guess. Where there's a porg and a tauntaun and a wampa and oh. a couple other creatures that I guess sit on your shoulder, supposedly, like the Banshees, kind of. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Oh, that would be really cool to have a Porg. Don't tell Steve. All right, well, you know. He probably already knows. He probably already knows. He he's probably, probably he's got a Porg budget. Ten of them. <laughs> he's, got, he's got Porg money. <laughs> money set aside for all the different kinds of Porgs he can purchase. Oh, man. The, just putting $10 into the old Porg fund. <laughs> That might be Just the title of the episode. Ten dollars into the old Borg fund. Yeah, hold on, <laughs> let me write that down. <laughs> if 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 anything, that title will at least get Steve to uh to listen to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. So we have there'll at be least at least one. one download. No, there'll be at least three because I'll download it. I'm well, sure you'll true. download it. I'll download it too. <laughs> get Steve. All right. Um. So that's yeah. pretty cool. I like that. I like that idea a lot. But then the clothing, yeah, there's. It looks more like like I think you can buy like Jedi robes and stuff, which is cool. But even the stuff that's kind of more like shirts and tank tops is, are still like built to more look like something off of that planet and don't straight up say Star Wars on them. Like hmm. one of the ones I saw had Ray on it, but it didn't say Star Wars. That's interesting. Because like the way the way I'm picturing it in my head is uh it's kind of like the Star Wars version of a tuxedo t-shirt. <laughs> Where it's like I see a t-shirt, but it's just it just has you know a first order um jacket printed on it. Or a um, or a resistance vest printed on it. Like to... that's what I'm picturing, but I have because I, I haven't some seen pictures. I'll have to see if I can find them. Okay. Because the, they're they're not quite like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, like that was that was that was my like fear. But also, yeah, you can buy like full full out Jedi robes and everything. And I think first order like costumes that are more like screen accurate besides these shirts and stuff, but 
aren't straight up like Star Wars branded things. Let's see, I almost spent money on the Kylo Ren hoodie. Oh yeah. I almost got it, but then I realized, like, I only wear hoodies around the house. So I would just be wearing it for me and then whatever cat decided to hang out with me on the couch. (laughs) Yeah, we also almost both had Kylo Ren lightsabers, but then decided that maybe our significant others wouldn't be happy if I bought them for us. (laughs) Yes, that's also, you know... It it's it also was a travesty that it was a week right before Christmas too, because <laughs> I still also had fair. I still had Christmas shopping to do. And the and here's the deal, the character warehouse knew exactly what they were doing to people like me and you because it's like oh you want one, they're a hundred dollars, but if you buy two, they're like they're eighty dollars. Eighty dollars. <laughs> <sighs> you know like, what? If if anything, Jeremy, it just shows that we we can have restraint. <laughs> a little bit of restraint. Just a, you know, it all it only takes a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> oh man. All right, let's let's see. Um any other kind of okay, so you're looking up for or you're looking at clothing. If you can't find it, it's fine. I can I can look at it later. Yeah. And I'm sure the, the listener knows how to use Google. So because clearly oh, there I, you know. I found it. Oh Here, okay. I'll, I'll send you a link to this article okay. has a bit in it. This is exciting cool. for everyone that's listening to yeah. it. Then I'm is, sending uh, you links to look at clothing. This is excellent. This is riveting podcasting. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Second episode, we're uh, we're still working out the kinks, everybody. Open link in new window. Let's see. It has the holocrons in it. It's got all sorts of pictures in it. Oh, okay. It's got. I haven't seen this concept art for for like the astromech. That's pretty cool. Okay, I did see the lightsaber picture. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. It's a nice Okay, I see what you're talking about with like the the like tank top with Ray. It looks like Ray's uh shirt. It has kind of like yeah, the shoulder pads on like it. That, yeah. Yeah. It has like the little padding that she had and then you have like the uh Rebel Alliance orange hoodie with uh which is kind of a little cool. badge there i do sort like that looks like leia's one in empire sort of but white i mean orange instead of white i like okay yeah i haven't seen these pictures that like i don't i was looking at the parks blog and i didn't see uh any of these photos on the parks blog the droid depot okay Wow, there are a lot of really cool kinds that yeah. you can build. Yeah, yeah. All right. And yeah, like, there's like full fledged like Jedi costumes for the whole family. You can all be cool Jedi's. I uh, I like this bronze Yoda bust, or this 
Oh yeah, that's, that's from the story where you can barter with the the dude, the animatronic okay. dude. Oh man. Custom astromech. Okay, that's the that's a bag. Some dude's wearing like a work shirt from the astromech shop. I think that's a shirt you can buy. That blue it looks like a blue oh, yeah, yeah. work shirt. And then he's got his his R2 and what looks like a build a bear box kind of, but yeah, for Astromex. Yes. I also like how he just has a a work baseball cap. Like the, it's I just like to think that baseball exists in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> I would hope so. One can help. I mean they brought the Millennium Falcon to a Braves game for you, so why not? Oh yeah. Why I mean they're almost in the same universe as it is already. Basically. I do kind of like um back up the, the photo with the, the orange hoodie. Yeah. And um and the, the two shirts, the, the two lady shirts which are sleeveless. I like the cool little like diamond V neck. Yeah, it's kind of cool looking. Yeah. That is really cool. All right, so uh, I'm, I'm going to stop looking at this right now. We, we should probably <laughs> we move stop on. Stop referencing the, the things. Yeah, that, that we're looking at. Can't see while they're listening. All right, so that I think that's all for merchandise, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it for merchandise. Okay, so do you want to move into the food? Well, there is blue and green milk, so, so that's exciting. I saw that there's a milk stand. Apparently, yes. Yeah. So is the milk. I really hope that the dispenser for the green milk is just one of those awkwardly giant aliens. Like weird alien sea Jedi. cow things. Yes. I'm guessing it's probably not, but you can hope. So I you mean, can take a drink of it and look at someone scowling. Uh, like, you want some of this? Like a giant animatronic sea cow. Oh, man. It's. Um, it's so gross, but I would do it. I would pay thirty dollars to do that. <laughs> no more. No more than thirty. No. No more. No. And that's uh, that's obviously like a got to be a quick service. I would assume. I think there's not really any sit down restaurants as it is right now. Really. I think there is just like a few quick. I think it's like Pandora where. It's like a quick serve and then like a couple of stands, but I'm not sure. Oh, that's weird. Because I, I thought that there was going to be something along the lines of kind of Maz Kanata's, uh, like her little restaurant. Oh, like her cantina club. thing? Yeah, her can cantina. That's the word I was looking for. there is for. a cantina. And I think there's like some light food there, but it's not like a sit-down restaurant. Oh, see, okay. I thought it was gonna be I thought it was gonna be table service. Huh. Let's see. So is that the one that's gonna be docking base seven, food and cargo? Um, there's the docking base seven, which what there's a chef called Cookie. I was reading that, reading up on that. Uh, Strono Cookie Tugs. 
is his name. And it just, it pleases me that there's a character in the Star Wars canon named Cookie. Cookie. I like it. Yeah. But, the, and that also one of the uh, quick services is Ronto's Roasters, where they're cooking meat on a pod race, a pod racer engine. Yeah, I did see that. And I forgot what a Ronto was. So I had to, I was like, man, I know that that's from the original trilogy or the special edition version of the original trilogy. And uh, it was, it's what one of those. It? It's because it sounds remember, familiar. Do you remember in the special edition version of A New Hope whenever there, uh, Luke and Obi-Wan are gliding into Mos Eisley in the land speeder? Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's that weird, um, that weird long-necked animal. Oh, is that the Ronto? That the, yeah, that the Jawa is riding. Yeah, and falls off. Falls yeah. off. Yeah, that's, oh, that's okay. the Ronto. All right. So that's I forgot like a big what it animal was. to roast. Yes, I wonder. What do you think a Ronto tastes like? I'm not sure. I mean, it looks sort of lizardy. I know. Like, do you think it just tastes like frog's legs? Which people say tastes like chicken. When I had frog's legs, I don't remember what they tasted like. I wasn't very into them, but I think I mean, it was had... more the texture. Yeah, I didn't care for the texture. Like it, it felt like whenever I was had it, it felt or it's kind of like rubbery. Yeah, when I was chewing it, I didn't like it. I have had alligator tail though. I've heard that that can be pretty good. I've never had it. Alligator tail is delicious. Okay, so I. I uh... I fully support you attempting to try alligator tail. Which I think is not that hard to do around here. No. I mean, you're in the middle of Florida. So, like, literally in the middle of Florida. Yeah. I know Jackie has gone places in some of her vlogs and tried it. So I know it's available not that far from here. Shout out to uh, super enthused Jackie. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Ronto Roaster, that's a quick service, and it's going to be, and you said it's going to be a pod racer engine that's be supposedly cooking the meat. Oh, man, that just sounds dirty. Like, like not like inappropriate dirty, but it just sounds like... It looks interesting, like the concept art for it, with the pod racer engine like in the middle of a room. Blowing fire oh. down on food. Oh man, that okay? I'm into that. And so are are we are we confident that the docking base is that the cantina? Uh, no, there's the cantina is actually what is it called? Oga's cantina. OG okay. or OJA. OGA. Hi, I can talk. Oga. <laughs> Oga. Okay. Oga's Cantina. I don't know why I'm has themed cocktails and proprietary beers. And it's the first time out of outside of Club 33 in Disneyland that there will be alcohol in the park. Which is interesting for Disneyland. That's true. Oh, so okay. I did read about this, but they're not going to be allowed to take it out of the cantina. Yeah, you have to drink. At least in Disneyland, you have to finish your drinks in the cantina. 
Right. However, they don't care. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's yeah. You can buy beer almost everywhere in Hollywood studios. They don't care. Mm -hmm. How many more years do you give it until you can legally buy or legally or you, uh, until you can buy beer in magic kingdom? I don't know. I mean, because you can get it now if you're at some of the sit-down restaurants, but mm-hmm. you can't just buy it. And I don't think you can take it out of those restaurants either. You can't. Uh-uh. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really bother me that it's not there. No, it doesn't bother me either. I have a feeling that that's, that's the way it'll lean, though. Yeah, it probably will eventually at some point, but I don't know that I see it happening anytime super soon. I don't know. What do you I think? think- I'm thinking three years. Well, that would kick it into what? Yeah. Because then you'll be hitting the anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. And that might be a, a thing. And then party then, out with your beer by the yeah. time it hits the 50th. Listen, all I want to do is just have a beer and go on that Tron coaster. Oh, man. That's a whole other thing that we can. Yeah. Let's tangent we'll on. That in. That's. Makes me just watch actual original Tron, which I have not in a long time. I haven't, uh, but I haven't watched it. I feel like I watched the original Tron about a year or so ago. It still holds up. I still like it. And it like really bums me out that that film flopped in the theater, but it was also like, what, 81, 82 when it yeah. came out? And I mean, that was, that was the advent of CGI. Yeah. So I like, I can understand why people might not have might not have been into it, but I'm a little sad that that sequel didn't do better because I think it's kind of fun. Me it's not amazing, too. but I liked it. Me too. And then there was talks that a third one was gonna probably happen. I know that there was a short-lived animated series. Yeah, and it had like some of the the character, like the actual actors in it, like. Bruce Boxleiter, I think, was actually in the the cartoon. Oh, I didn't know that. I never watched the cartoon. I, just I didn't it watch really it either. Good. And then, yeah, there was a couple other, like, bigger names was, in the cast of that, too. There was but, a Tron level in the second Kingdom Hearts game. I've seen that. Yeah. I've only played the first Kingdom Hearts game and the 3DS one. Um, You've played the best one. <laughs> I actually have, finished. I was gonna say you've three. recently finished three. Yeah, like as of three hours ago, I've recently finished Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> three hours ago from the, the time of this recording. <laughs> um. Oh, hey, I think we're pushing up on an hour. We should probably. Oh, get, okay. Yeah, let's let's okay. So we've got Ogus Cantina, which will be like, you know, sit down and snacky, but not like yeah. table service sit down. Yeah, not snacky. table service. And that's where Rex is spinning his cool tunes, which I'm super excited for. And Rex, correct me if I'm wrong on this, because this is this is before my my parks, uh, oh, my yeah. introduction uh-huh. to the parks. So Rex was Rex used to be the pilot for Star Tours. Yeah, before they changed it to like the branching pathways and stuff, and had C3PO, he used to be this the Star Tours pilot. And he okay. was voiced by Paul Rubens. I knew that. I forgot if he was the pilot or if he was just kind of like a, an additional character. Funny story. 
Um, in 2010, when we went to Disney World for the first time together as a couple, Chelsea and I, uh, I really wanted to go on Star Tours because I, I, the, my only other time I had been to Disney World was in 95, and I wasn't a Star Wars fan then. It was 94. It was like 94 or 95, and I had yet to discover Star Wars. Like I was, I was still a year away from discovering the first Star Wars film. And um, I was like, I really want to go on Star Tours because I didn't do it whenever I went in, you know, the first time years ago. Yeah. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. And we get there, and Star Tours had closed the weekend before we got there. So I never got to experience the original Star Tours. Oh, I know, and I missed it by days. That is very similar to me with the Back to the Future ride at um, Hollywood Studios, or not Hollywood Studios, Universal Studios in Hollywood. I was mm. there a couple weeks after it closed, and I never got to ride it as, as a kid before oh. they changed it to The Simpsons. See, I did. I was I was able to to go on the on Back to the Future. Uh, I mean, I remember it being fun, but again, we're that was yeah. I mean, we're pushing twenty four years ago. I do have the Blu rays of Back to the Future, and you can watch like the whole film on. I think it's the first movie. I don't remember. It's on one of them. And That's cool. It's kind of bad. <laughs> I I wish they would do that with a Star Wars release, but with the original Star Tours. Yeah, that would be cool. I, also I wonder, wish, you know, they would I'm, I'm put some other that. things on as a bonus feature with Star Wars things, you know, so people yeah. could have official versions of cool specials about days that are celebrating life. Uh, yeah, you know what? I would, I would, I would pay good money for a remaster. And everyone is probably laughing and cringing at that, but you know what? I watch it every year, and I'm I'm not even mad. Don't at me. It's bad, but I still love it, kinda. Oh, absolutely. I mean, come on. How can you be angry at the cool, different version of the Cantina song slowed down with B. Arthur singing it? Oh, man. If if the Star Wars holiday special gave us anything, it was B. Arthur in a cantina singing a ballad in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, it's very good. I love it. All right, so let's see. What else do we have? Uh, Milk Stan, we talked about. Uh, oh, Cat Sokka's Kettle, which I guess is going to be one of the Popcorn vendors? Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't even yeah. realize that one. It says here, one of the many street market stalls, uh, this grain vendor sells the ever-popular Outpost mix, which is... Sweet oh, yeah, I've heard about stuff. that, actually. Yeah. So... All right, so at least, at least we'll we get our... Okay, we get our drink stand. We'll get our... Your blue milk, your green milk. Yeah, so our quick service, we have our cantina, and we have a little bit of, um, I guess, a little bit more of a quick service but sit-down place. 
And then, yeah, all right. I wonder how long that'll... Because I feel like just selling popcorn. There, there's got to be more to that. Like, I yeah. feel like they'll, they'll add... Something. Yeah, like a Star Wars churro or something. <laughs> the lightsaber churros. Oh, They did you know have what? those for a minute. Did they? Uh, yeah, I think maybe they were only at Disneyland thing. I never had them, but I saw pictures of them. All right. They had like yeah. blue and red sugar on them. <laughs> yeah, I did. I saw the pictures of Disneyland. Did you, wait? So did did Hollywood Studios have them? That's they where I'm might confused. have. I'm not sure. Okay. That I never actually had them. I just remember seeing pictures of them. Okay, I saw the picture of Disneyland. I, I, for some reason, whenever you said, oh, they had him for a minute, I was thinking that they had him for a minute at Hollywood Studios. Whew, all right. Yeah, there's some crazy things. I mean, could talk about the uh, entrance to the Rise of the Resistance, which sounds crazy as well, which has, you know, yeah, like I haven't read holographic that. ray that's Daisy Ridley, which is kind of cool, and like an animatronic... Uh, mean nub, <laughs> which I'm sort of more excited about than I probably should be. No, I mean, he's I it's no Admiral Akbar, but if this is like you know, in the current timeline, Admiral Akbar's gone, so yeah. Can we for a second just acknowledge the fact that in The Last Jedi, Admiral Akbar was killed by a trap? <laughs> Oh, why man. is it why aren't people talking about this, Jeremy? <laughs> because they don't they don't want to. Oh, I also saw this thing that someone posted the other day that showed you know when Ray is swinging the lightsaber around the rock formation? Mhm. That those are the same moves that um Kylo Ren uses against Luke at the end of the movie when he Really? Yeah, those are like if you watch them Back to back, they're essentially the same moves he makes when attacking Luke. Huh. I didn't pick up on that. Me neither. I'm gonna have Until to go back someone else showed it to me. I am gonna have to go back and rewatch that. I uh I'm not a last Jedi hater. I actually I love Last Jedi. Jedi. So did I. There's a couple of moments in it that aren't perfect, but in general I love it. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm here for it. I'm when super I saw Yoda, it, it made me cry almost the first time. Man, let me tell you, if if I have taken anything away from The Last Jedi, it is that no matter how old and wise Luke Skywalker thinks he is, Yoda is always there to put him in his place and teach him something new. Yeah. Which, which I kind of took metaphorically as you're never too old, even though you might know a lot about something there's always room to know more or be better at what you know so i was uh i was super into into um into the whole yoda yeah when i uh, saw him and he was a puppet again and he was kind of a jerk again and laughing and i'm like oh man yoda in the prequels is not fun at all and he's like fun again Oh man. Okay, so is that all? Is that all the crazy news we have for Galaxy's Edge for right yeah. now? I guess. I guess so. We're hitting up on an hour, and yeah, we could talk about the queue for Resistance, but that's okay. 
you don't have to know about everything. You want to keep some of it a, a surprise. Yeah, yeah. I want to keep some of it a surprise, but we can talk about it for a second. What, what's what's it supposed to be? It's it's just so this it, is the one. This is the trackless ride. But apparently, like you go in, you take one thing that's supposed to be like a shuttle that takes you up to the Star Destroyer because it all takes place in the Star Destroyer. So like Ooh. you get on one ride vehicle makes you think you're going up into space. You get off that ride vehicle and you're in a Star Destroyer. And then they take you to like a containment cell like they had um, Poe in in Force Awakens with the group of people that you're going to go on the ride with. And then you get into the trackless ride. So that's kind of crazy. That is incredibly elaborate. And, and I'm, I'm just so down for it. Oh my, <laughs> yes. Oh. Man, next February needs to get here really quickly. I say next February for me. I don't know. Somebody, the listener could be going in December when it opens up. Who knows? Well, I don't even know if it opens more, up in December. Yeah, they're making more implications that it will be sooner than that, maybe. They're supposed to be, they're probably announcing it tomorrow as of us recording this when they're both officially opening because it's some sort of big conference call with the like CEOs and stuff tomorrow. It's like the shareholders. The shareholder like meeting. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did I did see something about that. I have been I'm like first off, I'm really glad that you were boned up on this tonight <laughs> for the episode. Well because... we didn't have to talk about this, but I had read most of the articles that I saw about well, it. I just haven't had a chance to read up on it because my work has been super crazy the last two weeks. And I've barely had a chance to catch up on news and whatnot. So, like, a lot of what you told me tonight, I'm hearing for the first time. Well, that's cool. So I got to be surprised with the <laughs> listener if they haven't, if they haven't uh, read up on it yet either. So, um, <clears throat> let's see, what time is it? Yeah, I think we're pushing up here on an hour. I think uh, okay. should we should we uh, should we land this plane? We can probably land this plane soon here um right. and we've got some other ideas for some things for, for other episodes i don't know if we want to talk about that a little bit and see if anyone's interested in some of the i, uh, I mean we only have i guess one other idea that we were really talking about but yeah i feel like well i know that i play video games as i was just talking about kingdom hearts um a few minutes ago uh, I and you know again, Jeremy and I, we are big Disney fans. Uh, so you will get Disney sprinkled throughout these podcasts sporadically. Um, we wanted to talk about Star Wars tonight, which is kind of under the whole Disney umbrella. Yeah. Um, just because, well, one, we're big Star Wars fans, and two, uh, we're we're also big Parks fans. So uh, all of this news, we figured, might as well talk about it. Uh, as soon as we can, we yeah, could. Yeah, we would have talked about it anyway, so why not? Yeah, why not record ourselves yeah. talking about it for an hour? Uh, but I think I think our next episode might be. I haven't decided if I want to do just like a generic video games episode, or if I want to do the uh, specific Disney video games episode. I think we could probably do one of each. We probably at some could. Point. So I think next the next episode for uh, two weeks from when you're listening to this might be 
a video game centric episode. I like so, it. Yeah. Maybe even we should just do like a generic one first. Maybe we can go back to the yeah. Disney one. We can revisit that. So, yeah. So, uh, if you like video games, uh, stay tuned for the next episode of the Magic Ghastly Power Hour. Um, do you want to go ahead and tell people where they can find you online? Sure. Um, you can find me at the Magic Geekdom on most things. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, everything but Twitter, which is just Magic Geekdom, basically, is where you can find me. All right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jordan Gasly, on Instagram, Jordan Gasly, and on YouTube. Just Google search or Google uh, YouTube search Jordan Gasly, uh, and you will, will be able to find uh, all of that. Uh, as far as the podcast goes, uh, Twitter at Magic Gasly Pow, and also while you're there, follow the Diz Twits Network because we are part of this larger network with our uh, our friends podcast, the Disney at a Distance. So if you want to follow the Diz Twits Network, it'd be at Diz Twits Network. And, and if you've already subscribed to us, then you're subscribed to them. So yeah, download and take a listen to some of those episodes. There's, what, like 40 of them or something now, or 30-something, I think. Yeah, I don't know. It's been going for almost a year. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's pretty crazy to, to think that all that happened almost a year ago. Yeah, that is pretty weird. <laughs> I feel like it happened just like a couple of months ago. But then again, we're three months into the new year now. So anyway, listener, thank you so much for tuning in to the second episode of the Magic Ghastly Power Hour. We're just getting started. Uh, we have tons of things to talk about uh, at some point. And if we haven't annoyed you by now, uh, thanks for sticking around. <laughs> and, Maybe you'll uh, listen again. Maybe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and we don't have an official sign off for, for this episode or for the, the podcast. So I don't Watch know. Watch out. Do... It's a trap. 